0: It's time. We are on the rise. You've been cleared for takeoff. It's time to ascend to new heights. Yeah, you know it.
1: Clap your hands. Amen.
0: Amen. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. John chapter 5. John chapter number 5. John 5. John John 5. We're going to rendezvous with verse number 5. We'll divorce the text at verse number 10. John chapter 5 verses 5 through 10. John chapter 5 verses 5 through 10. If you have it, go ahead and say, I got it. If you can't find it, say, Lord, help me. Amen. We ask you to stand In the honor of reading God's word. The Bible says this. Now a man was there who had been ill for 38 years. Jesus, upon seeing this man, lying there, and knowing that he had already been in that condition, for a long time. He said to him, Do you want to get well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool. When the water is stirred up, but I am, but while up while I am coming, another steps down before me says, well, while I'm coming, another steps down before me. And Jesus said to him, get up. Somebody said get up. Pick up your pallet and walk. Immediately, the man became well, picked up his pallet and began to walk. Now, it was a Sabbath on that day. So the Jews were saying to the man who was cured. It's a Sabbath, and it is not permissible or lawful for you to be carrying your baby. Last verse, emphatically, so the Jews were saying to the man who was cured, it is a Sabbath, and it is not permissible for you to carry your path. Father God, in the name of Jesus. We call on you this hour, for there's no other help that we know. There's no other name that we that was worthy of us calling on but you. For you are a God who sits high and looks down low. God, we just praise and adore you, Father, realizing that without you,
1: we are nothing.
0: And for that, we say thank you. God, we say thank you for another day's journey, and we're glad about it. Thank you, God, for giving us this day our daily bread. And Father, we pause now to pray for this servant. I ask you now, God, to empty me of myself and fill me with your spirit, that at the end of this hour, we'll be careful to give you all the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise. Open up not my mouth, that my mouth will show forth thy eternal praise without adding to or taking from that which is written in Holy Scripture. Quicken us now in your Word. Father, allow us to be better in the days ahead than we've been in the days gone by. Father alone will know all about it. You realize you love us too much to hurt us, and you're too wise, God. You are too wise, oh God. You're too wise that you will never do us wrong. This is your servant's prayer. The, and, the, and the matchless, the potent and the powerful name of Jesus, we humbly pray that all of my father's children shout amen. 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 Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, amen. oh neighbor, I'm too legit to quit. Oh, they didn't hear you. They was born before that time, uh, after that time. They don't know what we're talking about, but. But but if you above thirty five, go on and turn to your neighbor. and Say, neighbor, oh neighbor, I'm too legit to quit. Amen. Amen. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. We have been talking and surmising sermonically over the course of the past three weeks about what it means for a child of God to actually be free. We know that freedom is something that we all identify with, even if we don't understand it. I'm gonna say it again for the people in the back, freedom is something that we all identify with, even if we do not fully understand freedom. And so as we continue to move in our series entitled Free-ish, come on, y'all, say it in your spirits. Everybody say Free-ish. Free-ish. Amen. Amen. Free-ish. Our sermon cover, our series cover rather, is entitled Free-ish. Uh, who the Lord sets free is free indeed. Uh. Amen. I don't. I don't think they heard us in the back. Uh, I ain't hear no volume in the back. Y'all, y'all turn to the back and say, y'all say, brother cameraman. We are free. Ish. But we are free indeed. Amen. Amen. I was still waiting on that cover to come up, but uh, amen. Come on tech team. Y'all gotta work. Y'all gotta work with me. Uh, not against me. Amen. A house divided amongst itself cannot stand. Amen. Amen. Praise the God. You yeah. praise God. Uh too late for the day. And my dad used to say you're too early for tomorrow. <laughs> praise Jesus. Amen. In a how. Amen. Free ish, free-ish, free-ish. We know that freedom comes with the price. And that's why I, I suited and booted today because I, I wanted us to know that worship is our weapon and we are in a spiritual battle. And, and freedom comes with the price. We cannot have freedom exhibited and freedom lived and freedom experienced until someone has gone to battle. Did y'all hear what I just said? We cannot fully have freedom and express freedom and understand the liberties that we have when it comes to freedom if someone has not gone to fight. And I came today to tell us, beloved, that we are not free-ish, we are free indeed, as we've been talking to you all month long about us being free indeed, and who the Lord set free can no man uh, put back into slavery. We are understanding that God loved us so, so, so very much that he didn't leave us in the state that we were in. For Paul tells us in the in the Roman letter that that we were we were once slaves to sin, but there is now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. That means that 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 even though I am not perfect and even though I, 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 I still sin sometimes, because when I want to do good, evil is always jockey. Can I preach it how I feel it, it uh, uh, when, when I want to do good? I, I've made up in my mind. And I ain't, I ain't going to turn around this time. I started with Jesus. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. And, and I'm going through. But when I make up my mind, it seems like the enemy always comes with something bigger every time to change my mind. Sometimes, beloved, we find ourselves trapped in what we want to do and what we do. We find ourselves constricted, uh, and, and we, we, we constrict the blood flow. Y'all, y'all don't know when to shot We constrict the blood flow because, because we allow our, our spirits to believe that, that we are not actually free from the law of sin and death. And because we, we, we confuse and trick ourselves and, and we believe the lies that the devil wants us to believe, that we are not fully free from the law of sin and death. Every time I see it, we we, we have this guilt and this sorrow that brings about repentance. But then after the repentance, we still feel saved. Did y'all hear what I just said? After the repentance, oftentimes we still feel sad. We still feel like we have not fully been forgiven because we are living in a life that we've placed ourselves back into bondage. We, we got to begin to realize and, 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 and articulate the fact into our spirit that we are free from the law of sin and death. That does not mean that I am better. It just means I'm cured. Did y'all hear what I just said? It, it doesn't mean that I'm better. It just means I'm cured. That, that means some days I still may get a headache. Some days I still may have a few side effects. Some days I may even still have a hangover. But I've been cured because I've been set free. Watch the text. The Bible says in in John John chapter 5. And I thought there would be no better place to to talk about freedom than somebody who has been down for 38 years. Uh, It's funny how the Holy Spirit placed this text in my spirit because on yesterday, the young lady, C. Ashley Brown, was eulogized. She transitioned at the age of 38. Three or four days before her 39th birthday, and and so sometimes, beloved, God knows what's on the horizon, and He will set us free even if we've been burdened and we've been downtrodden for a long time. He will set us free. So I thought it would be it would be permissible. Because the Holy Spirit placed this text and this word into my spirit to talk to you from the subject, this ain't that. Come on, can y'all say it with me? This isn't that. I'm still waiting on my media team back there. This ain't that. Amen. Amen. This is it. I understand. Last week we talked about I ain't going back. So we're 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 just moving through the con, the contractions and the conjunctions. Uh, what's that What's that phrase we used to use? Conjunction, junction. What's your function? Amen. I'm I'm talking to the I'm talking to the to the 30 37 and older crowd this morning. Amen. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, We we have been talking, last week we talked about the word ain't and how it's been deemed a negative grammatical clause or it's been deemed to be something negative when it comes to grammatically correct speaking. But we talked about how it was not always so that it was deemed grammatically incorrect. And so this morning, beloved, we we want to continue in this series on free-ish because I want us to know what freedom actually does to us and that what freedom can actually do to everybody around us. Okay, let me say it again. I want us to understand what freedom does to us, but I also want us to begin to fathom what freedom does to everybody around us. Because when we truly embrace the freedom that only God can give, then everybody around us will begin to experience some liberties as well. So that word, this, is it, that, began to talk to my spirit because, y'all stay with me, This and that is used as a comparison. This is often used as something that is close to you. That is used as something further away. Y'all don't miss it. This is used as something that's right here. That is used when something is over there but it's always pointing to one singular thing. Let me put it to you this way. Let me get uh, intelligent, intelligent on you. Uh, the word this and that are demonstrative pronouns. Maybe somebody can, can understand it and appreciate, that, appreciate it that way. They're demonstrative pronouns, which is used to indicate something. Not only this, but they also come in the category of demonstrative determinatives. Uh, which are used before a singular noun that tell you which person or object you are actually talking about. We use the word this to point out a person or object which is close to you. On the other hand, that is used to point out a person or object which is further away from you. For example, uh, this t-shirt does not suit you, but that one over there does. This 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 pair of shoes don't match that outfit, but that pair does. Y'all follow what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's used to talk about one singular item, uh, one singular object, or uh, one singular event, but the one that you're talking about that's the closest to you is the one that you're familiar with in that moment. Uh, but the one that is further away from you is the one that you either watch me have identified with before, or, or you will identify with in the future. Let me help you. It's is something that we've identi- identified with before. Uh, I can remember sometimes talking to, to 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 brother Fairley or talking to to other friends. I, I'd say, you remember that time? Do you remember that time when we when we did? X, Y, and Z, but this time, but this time, y'all ain't helping me, Uh, because every time we get to a this, we want it to be better than the that, oh God, I'm trying to set the captives free, every time we, we experience a that, we're wanting this, which is closer to us, to be better than the that. So, beloved, when I started looking at this text, I realized that this isn't that. This isn't that. That where I am today is better than where I was then. This time is better than that time and so as i as I started looking at this text and we see what jesus is coming uh into uh in, into his own he has he has he has been uh what what I always say he's been uh kicking down doors and taking names he has been performing miracles all over god's green earth and and so what happens in in this particular juncture of the text he meets a man who has been burdened for 38 years this man has been burdened for 38 years he has been burdened for 38 years and and what this signifies to us children of God is that sometimes we can't escape because others want to hold us bound by laws that aren't biblical. Did y'all hear what I just said? Y'all should have been tearing the church up right then. Uh, 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 We we want to be free and we know that we're free. But then I told you we want to talk about what freedom does to us and then what freedom does to everybody around us. Those of you who are on Zoom, I need y'all to praise over there in the hybrid assembly because I need us to understand this, Tasha, ain't that. Same thing this man dealt with in this text. The Bible says after these things, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem, by the Sheep Gate, everybody say Sheep Gate. There was a, a pool, which in Hebrew is called Bethesda. We often talk about the pool of Bethesda or the pool at Bethesda. And having five porticos or having five porches in In these porticos and these porches lay a multitude of those who were sick, blind, uh, limping, and paralyzed. If I look through my sanctified lens and my imaginatory perspective, I would begin to look at this setting and this scene of of a gate, Brother Fairley, that, that is leading into a popular place. It's a gate that's leading into a popular place. Y'all watch this, and 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 sometimes, and, and I don't mean no harm when I say this, but beloved, but uh, have you ever gone to an event? Have you ever gone to an event? And and and, and at that event, uh, you you start noticing that that people who are are considered vagrants are hanging around. People who are are sometimes less fortunate are hanging around. Those who are considered the homeless population, y'all, y'all stay with me, are hanging around. And and the reason, beloved, that they're hanging around is because the more people that are in the place, the more opportunity they have to be blessed. Are y'all following what I'm saying? And so the reason that, that, that when, uh, uh, downtown Biloxi, there's a, uh, a sucker's game going on uh, and and the the crowd start rolling in to cheer on uh, our home team and uh we start singing take me out to the to the ball game, if they don't win, it's a shame. There's one, uh, two, three strikes you're out at the old ball game. The reason folks start coming around. Don't worry about that, Chris. The reason folks start coming around is because they realize they may be able to get some help in this place. Because that, oh God, y'all not praying with me this morning. They are able to get some help in this place. uh, Because that place uh, wasn't offering no type of freedom. Oh, I feel my help coming right here. Uh, uh, This place ain't that place. I need you to know this morning, beloved, you are not where you started. And if you are in the same place that you started on your journey, then shame on you. Oh, God. There were five porches, Five porticos. At this gate. Y'all say this gate. Now, this gate, and we've talked about this man before. We've talked about this man so many times. But, but I, I want us to dig into this text. And I want us to take some, some, some meat that's still on the bone. Because when I look at this, what's so significant, Tina, about this text that's so different from sermons that was preached in that season. It's because in this season, the Holy Spirit was revealing something to me that is going to help me in this season that would not have made sense to me in In that season, y'all ain't praying with me right through here. What I'm trying to tell you is that God, every time we look at the word of God, God can have the God has the power and the cognition to give us something that we need right now. It's a Rima word. It's a it's a word in my spirit for today. So the Bible tells me that there was at Jerusalem a sheep gate. I want to talk a little bit about what this gate, because we know that a gate is something that allows access. Oh, y'all missed your shout. A gate is something, beloved, that allows access. It's something that that we are able to, to, to enter in or exit out. Of. And, and those who are inside the gate ought to have some benefits of safety. Y'all ain't praying with me. They ought to have some benefits of belonging. They ought to have some benefits of freedom. Because inside the gate, I don't have to worry about the dangers outside the gate. Y'all follow what I'm saying? But watch me. I talked. To, I talked to you uh, last week about. I ain't going back because I understand that the freedom that God has blessed me with does not mean that I can live any kind of way. That that's that's what that's what the problem is with 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 modern religion <clears throat> and people's ideology of modern religion. Come here, I'm about about to step on somebody's toes, but I hope I hit your heart. Watch me. I'm spiritual. But I'm not religious. You don't know what you're talking about. Because if you are indeed spiritual, you are by product. Y'all watch me. Y'all better come get me. Uh, You are by product. Religion. But the reason the world has separated the two is because we want freedom without laws. We want Christianity with no rules. But I told you last week that I ain't going back because boundaries are for my protection. Look at boundaries as something that's unhealthy and something that hurts us. But, but, beloved, if we're gonna be Judgment Day honest, boundaries have kept me from going upside a lot of folk here before. Uh, you, you can say, man, and say, ouch! But, 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 boundaries protect you, not hurt you. Um, boundaries, boundaries can't allow me to stay free. Uh, we live in, in a place that nobody tells us when to go to sleep. Nobody tells us when to wake up. Say so, man, nobody tells me when to eat or what to eat. I'm free. But if I go upside your head, well, yes. well Tell about the gunline balls. We 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 might lose our freedom, and then we become free-ish. Now let me tell you what free-ish looks like this week. What free-ish looks like this week is that you are still a citizen of a free land, but you have given up your rights to freedom. Oh, help us, Holy Spirit. We still live in a free place, but we have given up our freedoms. That means that I still am a citizen of this country, but if I go uh, to prison, if I go to Parchment, I- I'm no longer free. I'm free-ish. Because now I got somebody telling me what to eat, when to get up, when to sleep, when to go outside, when to come in. But, but what I'm trying to tell you, beloved, is that we have freedom because of the gate. Oh, y'all don't miss this. We have freedom because of the gate. Come out a little bit. We have freedom because of the gate. So at this pool. We're at this pool, brother Fairley. There are five portions. Now, beloved, I, I I I know y'all know the story about this man, so I'm gonna preach that in the end and give you a little shout, and I'm gonna let you go. I, I got 20 minutes, but I I got I gotta give I gotta set this thing up because this is the meat of the word this morning. Watch me. At this gate, there's a pool on the inside, and around this pool are five. Or five coverings, five awnings, five, five, uh, what do you call those, uh, um, um, what the have, what are the things in the park? Um, cabanas, right? Just five of them. Keep you out the wind, the rain. The gazebo. Yeah, that, that word. She was thinking hard. Well, oh, I saw smoke coming off the top of her head. Because the gazebo. Praise the mother name of Jesus. Don't throw that fan, I'm going to throw it back. <laughs> Listen, there were five. I'm going to keep saying it. There were five. There were one, two, three, four, five. There were five. Fairly say five. There were five particles, gazebos around this pool. You ain't shouting Because you haven't identified it yet. There are five porches around this pool. Because biblically, the number five is the number for grace. The number five is the number for grace. But you cannot get to grace until you come into the gate. But it was something so significant about this gate. And in order for me to understand, Tasha, what's significant about the sheep gate, and we got to go over to Nehemiah chapter 3. I want you all to turn down your spirit, turn down your spirit real quickly, Nehemiah chapter 3, because, because this gate is important. Because it is at this gate that we enter into grace. But people who have gotten comfortable, people who have rehearsed religious laws and origins are inside the gate as well. But they want you to follow their rules because they've been inside longer than you have. Beloved, when we get to Nehemiah chapter three, I pray this bless your spirit right from here because this is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful word. You know, Nehemiah is notable building this wall, fortifying the wall around the city. And as as people were, were talking about Nehemiah and his body of work, Nehemiah knew what God had called him to uh, do. He he knew exactly what God was, was purposed for him to do. And as people around him tried to discourage him, he kept saying to them, I can't come down. This wall must be built. But in this wall, you can't have a wall around the place with no way in. You can't have a wall around the place with no way out. And so, in this particular text, the Bible says that, that these were the builders. Talking about the builders of the wall and how the wall was built. And so we pick up at verse number one. Then uh, Elishabib uh, the high priest, y'all watch this. The high priest. Everybody say high priest the high priest arose with his brothers, the priests, and built the sheep gate. Now, the significant thing about the sheep gate, Tina, is that the sheep gate is the gate that the sheep go through. The sheep gate is the gate the the sheep go through. So the ones that belong to the shepherd, Enter into this gate. This isn't that. I don't care what gate you went through. I came this morning through the sheep gate because the sheep gate was built by the high priest. The sheep gate in Nehemiah 3 was built by the high priest. The sheet gate, y'all watch me, in John chapter 5, was built by our high priest. And that high priest is Jesus Christ, the Messiah. It is the gate that the sheet goes through. But watch it. The Bible says that they consecrated it and installed its doors. They consecrated the wall to the tower of the hundred and the tower of Hanan. And next to him the men of Jericho built, and next to them Zekur, the son of Emory, built, and the sons, y'all watch. Now they start building the other gates. I'm not going down through this. They started building the other gates, but it was it was a lot of gates. It was a lot of gates. Oh, God, it was a lot of gates. It was a lot of gates that they built in this wall. But the one that's so significant is this, not that. Because in this wall, Tasha, they built the fish gate. In this wall, they built the old gate. In this wall, they built the valley gate. In this wall, they built... the dung gate. In this wall, they build the fountain gate, the water gate, the horse gate, the east gate, the inspection gate. But this gate ain't that gate. With all the gates that were built, the sheep gate Y'all say the sheep gate was built by the high priest. (laughs) Y'all don't know when to shout. Because the high priest isn't just like any other priest. Y'all follow what I'm saying? The high priest is the priest over the other priest. Because as a member of the New Testament church, each one of us are priests but we have a high priest who has built for us a certain gate to enter into because we are the sheep of his pasture. Now, once Nehemiah announced his plans to build the wall, the work started. There were 42 groups of people Working on specific areas of this wall. Priests, leaders, craftsmen, Jews from other cities. And there were 10 gates mentioned in rebuilding this wall. But this one, somebody say this one. This one was essential. That's why I believe that God demonstrated his love for us and began to articulate his plan of salvation by allowing this paralytic man to be at the pool at Bethesda to enter into the sheep gate, to to be around the pool that had five porches because it was something special about this particular gate. One thing that's notable about this gate Y'all ain't gonna help me preach right through here. But what's notable about this gate is there were no bolts on it. There were no chains. There were no bars. And apparently there were no locks. Y'all ain't praying with me. What's significant about this gate is that anybody, y'all come close, y'all watch me, could enter in. This gate. Wasn't secure. And so if you came in, you had to, you had to start looking like you belonged there. If you entered right through this gate, in order to, to get into uh, the courtyard, you had to pass the pool with the five porches. Oh, y'all come close. Y'all better come get me. I'm about to get happy. In order to come into the courtyard, and in order to come to, into the assembly, this particular gate was consecrated. This particular gate was set apart. This particular gate was seen, was deemed specific. But in order to get further in, you had to pass grace. Did y'all hear what I just said? In order for me to get in, I got to pass grace. But I got to come past the water. Because at the water is where grace was introduced to me. This gate was not secure. Because it's this gate that you find freedom. And so when I look at the significance of this, there were five portions, five is the number of grace, and, 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 and understanding that this five is the number of grace, and then I look at this, this, this word, uh, uh, Bethesda, it talks about and it signifies uh, and leads to salvation. It, it leads to, to God's grace. It leads to us finding the place that God can deliver us from anything that we might be dealing with. I said that grace, or five is the number of what? Grace. Five is the number of grace. But where is this particular pool at? It's at Bethesda. Right? This pool is at Bethesda. Can I tell you what Bethesda means? Do y'all know what Bethesda means? Bethesda, fairly, means house of pity or mercy. There were, there at, at the sheep gate, there were five porticles, five being the number of grace and Bethesda meeting mercy. I came today to tell somebody that when this lame man entered into the sheep gate, he was looking for grace and mercy. Ah, he, he was meeting grace. And mercy. And so. God. Intervened. Y'all alright? I'm almost through. God intervened. And and so let me get back in this text. Because I think y'all got it now. The Bible says that. That in Jerusalem by the Sheep Gate. There is a pool. Which in Hebrew is called. But there's the house of pity or mercy. And having five porticles. Grace coverings uh, uh, did y'all hear it? Did y'all miss it? There, there were grace coverings uh, at the pool of mercy. There were, there were grace covering me uh, all the days of my life. Y'all ain't praying with me. Yeah? Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, uh, I will fear no evil uh, for thou art with me. Uh, th- thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Uh, thy cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. I know that grace and mercy is what has brought me through. If you want freedom and you don't want to be free you got to embrace grace and mercy. because I'm embracing my grace and my mercy, doesn't give me the, the, the liberty to practice it. Y'all come here. Don't miss this. I have to live in grace and mercy and not live in sin. Shall we continue any longer in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. That means I can't live in grace and mercy and live in sin at the same time. Y'all follow what I'm saying? So those who are, I'm spiritual. I'm not religious, But you want grace and mercy. So if you want grace and mercy, you can't live in sin. And in order to come out of sin, you got to pass through the sheep gate where there's grace and there's mercy at the pool. Y'all, y'all, y'all still don't like baptism, but, but I came to tell you that that is healing in the pool. It, it, it's, it's healing power in the pool. Because after we come to the pool, there is no more work to be done. Once I come to the pool, the work has been finished. Y'all watch it. I got to hurry. Now, there was a man who had been ill for 38 years. 38 long years. How long have you been dealing with your struggle, your pain, your addiction, your sin problem? Amen. 38 years. Jesus upon seeing the man lying there. And knowing he had already been in that condition for a long time, said to him, do you want to get well? Y'all come here. Y'all look at the camera. Y'all look at the screen. Watch me. I'm asking you this morning. Do you want to be well? Do you want to be well? Pay attention. Do you want to be well? I'm looking right here into your, into your face right now. Camera one, Kaden. Jesus, do you want to be well? Do you want to be well? I don't care how long you've been dealing with what you're going through. I don't care how long uh, uh, people have been talking about you. I don't care how long you, you've been crying yourself to sleep. Do you want to be well? Only way to freedom is a desire to be well. And when you come to the pool at Bethesda it's the place that you come into contact with Jesus, who was waiting there asking you the same question are you tired of being bound in chains? Yo come here. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of being bound in my chains. I'm tired of church folk trying to guilt me into into obeying their tradition. But I want freedom. I just don't want people judging me unjustly. Notice I put the addendum on the end. Because righteous judgment starts at the word of God. I don't want you judging me and you got the bigger problem than I do. But if you're talking to me from the word of God and you're showing me in God's word and, and the Holy Spirit is speaking power in truth and in love, I not want to be healed. I want to be healed. I'm tired of the headaches. I'm tired of the disappointment. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of toasting and turning late in the midnight hour. Do you want to be yes, sir. This man was, was burdened with excuses. Well, I'm laying here, Jesus, because I don't have a man to put me in the pool. This, beloved, is showing me how God will bless us, and he will allow us. I remember reading in Acts 8 when when the Ethiopian eunuch was riding in the chariot along with Philip, and he said, see, here is water. What does hinder me to be baptized? And the Bible says that that Philip commanded the chariot to stand still, and both of them went down into the water. And Philip baptized the man. The eunuch had no more excuse, Tasha, that I don't have a man to put me into the pool. I don't have a, a, a somebody to help me find grace and mercy. He says that every time, Tasha, I get in, somebody beats me it. Now, now, if y'all know the story, y'all know that, that when the water stirred, the, the, that somebody could get healing, they, they had to be the first one in the pool. And for 38 years, this man kept coming back to the pool for 38 years. He kept, he kept coming back for 38 years. Uh, I, I, I want to be well. I want to be well. Uh, but, but every time I come, somebody beats me to it. Can I set you free this morning, beloved? There is nobody that can beat you to salvation. Nobody can beat you out of it because who the Lord set free is free indeed. I got I to gotta close. Y'all watch me. He says, do you want to get well? I have nobody to put me in the pool. But Jesus said to him, get up, pick up, and get on. It's simple. That's, that's your three points. Pick up, excuse me, get up, pick up, and move on. Y'all ain't got it yet. Get up, pick up, and move on. I need somebody to get this word into their spirit this morning. I need you to get up, pick up, and get on down. I, 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 I don't know how simpler to put it, but your past is that and this isn't that. Get up, pick up, and move on. Jesus says, when I come to you, I'm going to give you grace at the place of mercy. I'm going to give you grace at the house of pity that you you don't need the pool because you got me, he says, "I'm going to give you something that they can't give you. You're waiting on other men, but I'm the one you need while you waiting on him to come home at night. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. While, while I'm waiting, <laughs> while, while, while you waiting on her to stop telling all her girlfriends y'all business. Y'all waiting for somebody when all you need is Jesus. When you feel pointless like you have no purpose. Because you're waiting for vindication and validation from other people. Jesus says, all you need is to meet me at the sheep gate. He said, meet me outside, catch me outside, and I'm going to bless you on the inside. If you come through the Sheep Gate, I'm going to put something in you that can't nobody take from you. But let me help you real quick, and I'm going to let you go. The Bible tells me that, that after Jesus healed the man, that here come these religious church folk who think they got it all figured out. Who are more holier than thou, who are the Bible thumpers and the and the." I do uh, they said that. Why- you pick up your bed, uh, you, you lame, you, you used to be a lame man, and I don't care how excited you got, uh, it is the Sabbath day. It's the day of rest. Uh, but I remember Jesus uh, talking about the Sabbath uh, was made for man, uh, not the man uh, for the Sabbath. Y'all ain't praying with me through here. What I'm telling you is that Jesus uh, has blessed us uh, with rest. Uh, he says, come unto me, uh, all ye that are labored, uh, and a uh, heavy laden, uh, take my yoke upon uh, you uh, and learn of me uh, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light uh, and you shall find rest uh, unto your souls. Uh. What I came to tell you is that Jesus was trying to get them to understand uh, that you no longer have to observe the Sabbath uh, because I am the rest uh, that you need uh, I enter into the sheet gate. Jesus becomes my Sabbath. Y'all still worrying about y'all traditions. But I got rest as long as I got King Jesus. I don't need nobody else. Y'all trying to figure out why I'm carrying my bed. Because it really ain't me carrying it. It's Jesus carrying me. This ain't that. It may look like I'm carrying That's why when folk look at me, they can't figure out why I still got a smile on my face. Because I'm not carrying my bed. I laid it in long enough. Can I tell somebody to get up, pick up, and move on? This ain't that. It may look like an illusion to you, but what's in reality is Jesus is carrying me. Y'all come close. The objects in the mirror are closer than they really appear. The reason y'all didn't shout right there, because a lot of y'all don't know how to drive. Y'all don't use y'all mirrors, y'all use the, the back camera, the backup camera, amen. But if you look at your side mirrors once or twice, it says the objects in the mirror are closer than they appear. What I'm trying to tell you, child of God, is 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 sin has been so far removed from me that it might look like it's still on me, but the objects in the mirror are closer than they appear. What I'm trying to tell you is that grace and mercy is closer to the closer to me than it appears. That's why you're still looking at my burdens and not my blessings, but God. I said, I decree it and declare it to you also this morning that man was not made for the Sabbath, but the Sabbath was made for the man. God blessed us with the Sabbath to give us rest from our toiling and our labor. So after I get up and then I pick up. Then I move on. You can talk about me all you please. How does the song go? You can talk about me as much as you please. But the more you talk about me, I'm going to stay down on my knees. Because it's for the, the pool at Bethesda. When well, I came into contact with grace, I came into contact with, with mercy. I, I came into contact with, with truth. I came into contact with Jesus' blood. It was at the place that I met Jesus that I could give. I can pick up. Have to move on. Because who the Lord says is free is free indeed. Are you in the
1: assembly? you have a need of a church? Are you in this place with a virtually hybrid or in person?
0: I want to pray with you pray for you on this morning. This it's the altar call. It's the time of the prayer. It's the time of salvation. It's the time that you enter into the sheet gate. Jesus says, That where I am, there you may be also. Are you here this morning? And you need to come to Jesus. The pardon of your sins.
1: Are you here this
0: morning? Keep that going. Don't stop that. We're here this morning because of his grace and mercy. If you're not a member of the body of Christ, we want you to know that Jesus humbled and died on Calvary for your sins and mine. It is because of his grace and mercy that it brought us through. Do you need to be saved right now? Come to Jesus for the pardon of your sins. If you are online, Go ahead and text Save in the comment section. Text Save in the comment section. We want to pray with you and pray for you. Do that right now. It is by His, His grace and mercy that we are here right now. Come on, it's prayer time. It's prayer
1: time. It's prayer time.
0: It's prayer time. It's prayer time. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. And praise you too for your grace and mercy. Brought me through. Your grace and mercy, Brought me through I'm living this moment because of you, and I want that. to thank you, Lord, and praise you too your grace. All look at this hour for there's no other help in which why we can't be saved. I'm giving you this day all of my
0: life. I want to decree and declare to you, God, right now, that we are your people calling on your name, because it's by your grace and your mercy
1: before you. Listen. And God,
0: we love you so much that can express our gratitude. God, we praise you right now in this moment because you are a God like no other. And we thank you for allowing us to enter into the sheep. We thank you for making this
1: better than that.
0: We praise you now. It's now, brother. Somebody right now is hurting. Somebody right now is dealing with pain, suffering, addiction, loneliness, sadness.
1: But God, it is by Your righteous It is by Your loving touch, and Jesus it is in you. that we will live in. We
0: ask you now. Over all those who are struggling with addictions and pain, those who are trying to break free from a sinful life. We need healing right now in Jesus' name.
1: We are saved by Jesus' God, will be forever careful to give you all the glory and the praise. As we leave out of this place But Walk with us, talk with us, commune with us hand in hand in all my We will always be the people you forever. Mm-hmm. Now as we leave out of this place, but never out of your presence.
0: Father, protect us, place a hedge of
1: protection around us.
0: Never distract never allow the enemy to distract us mm-hmm. from our eternal purpose, from the will of
1: We adore you. We uplift you. We magnify you. Realizing you love us to us to grace. We're to rise to you and to bless Father, we need you this time. God, we need you every day. When this life can no longer afford us a heart, may we hear those words, well done. God, we're going This is your servant's prayer. Release us now. Forgive us now, bless us now, in Jesus' name. Amen. You was clapping for how good I did. That would be all right, but I don't even deserve that. But but if you clapping for Jesus, come on, y'all shout, "Hallelujah!" Go ahead and step to the make you fast enough that the enemy cannot catch you,
0: strong enough to overcome anything, patient enough to wait on him, wise enough to not fall for everything, and through the grace of God, may he elevate you to new heights. In Jesus' name, let my father's children say amen. Have a great week in the Lord. We'll see you back here next week, same time, same place, same grace in the same space. Peace. We love you and we are.